All right, rockers and metalheads, this is DJ Rem with Quoth the Raven on Rock Addict Radio, and I have the band Lutharo on the line tonight. How are you guys doing tonight? Hello, we're good. How are you? Everything is well. I just listened to the brand new album and two tracks off the old album and watched the video. So I have I have got my metal fix. I'm a happy man. <laughs> You're all caught up. <laughs> yes. Yes. So why don't you guys start by introducing yourselves and your spot in the band and then the, the, the band members that are not with us as well. All right. Uh, my name is uh, Victor and I play guitar in the band. And I'm Krista and I'm lead vocals. And then the other, other members that are not with us are Chris, who plays bass, uh, John, he plays guitar in the band, and Duval, who plays drums for us. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So I have to tell you, uh, so, you know, thank you for taking time to do the interview. When I previewed your music, when John sent it, I was like, oh my God, these guys are awesome. Please let me talk to them. <laughs> thank you so much. We're gladly, glad you like it. Sorry, I'm bleh right now. <laughs> no, you're, it's, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a metalhead of all types and genres and whatever. I really don't like the whole genre thing to labels, but, um, your vocals are, yeah, your your vocals, I mean, the everything in it is, like, exactly the type of metal that's, like, my favorite. So I have some questions about the vocals, but I, I, I'll, I'll hold off on that for a minute. So what is going on with the band right now while we're all in lockdown? Um, Right now we're just kind of, well, first of all, we're not all jamming together because some members uh, decide it's best for their health to stay at home and not, you know, try not to get sick or anything. But right. The rest of us are jamming. We are actually writing a, a new album, and hopefully we'll start recording it yes, at some point at the end of the year. This time it'll be a full length. Everyone keeps harassing us for a full length, yep. so we're going to go for it. <laughs> but, so um, yeah, lots of practice, lots of writing, pretty much. Awesome. So one, obviously you're making great use of your downtime. That's that's good. Um, yes. So let me ask you a question about that, because I did notice the first two albums are, they're both five tracks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so now you said a full. So what has, what kind of led you to do the five track and now what's leading you to do, you know, more? Um, I think it was just all timing. And um, like we wanted to put something out um, quicker I guess, but like, obviously still take our time with it and make it of quality, but, um, it just went down to timing and, uh, the songs that fit together. And yeah, I feel like, um, EPs are kind of the way to go right now because I feel like people don't have a large attention span (laughs) for full length sometimes. And it's easier to keep in people's minds when you're like putting stuff out quicker, I guess, or more, uh, frequently. Um, yeah, we decided to do a full length this time because we've gotten a lot of harassment, (laughs) but it's good harassment because people just want more. So, um, we're going to do it and, um, yeah. Yeah. I I can understand that because when I got through the new album, I was, I was wishing there was more, um, but let, but let me, but here's, here's, here's the flip side of that. You know, I listened to those five songs, all five are just super badass and 
I've talked to, you know, I've talked to a lot of bands um, doing this, and I've had quite a few lately that have told me that, you know, they've actually stopped doing the full length because they would rather put out four or five really good tracks rather than have, you know, say 10 tracks and half of them be fillers. So, yeah. so kind of... So what do you guys, what is like your plan to not let that happen, you know? Um, well, now that we have, have a lot of time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so much time on our hands, we have time to really um, spend um, even more, I guess. Arranging like, the songs yeah. and making sure they're all top quality. <laughs> yeah, like all we have to do right now is practice and nitpick at everything, right? Yeah. And, and Re record do, demos and exactly, and just really um, do a lot of trial and error. So. Yeah, we're not pressed for time at the moment, so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I'm, I will just, I do have to give myself a, a disclaimer here. Uh, I don't think after listening to those five tracks that you'll have any trouble putting a, a whole album huh? out of, of super <laughs> great music. So, um, so yeah, so that's yeah. super cool. So <laughs> how long have you guys been together as a band? Um... Well, we started out in 2013, just kind of not playing any shows or anything, just practicing, becoming a band, I yeah, guess. Garage band. Yeah. <laughs> and then in about 2014, like in the summer, we started playing shows, slowly more and more shows. And then, um, yeah, lots of member changes in the meantime. Mm -hmm. And then we decided to finally record uh, the EP Unleash the Beast, so we can finally show, put some music online and show what we sound like. Yeah, yeah and even that, it took till 2018, so I mean, I feel like we didn't even really um, become a band until then, yeah. <laughs> because we had nothing really, nothing really to show for ourselves online, like people would come to see us play live, but we had nothing to give them, Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, we're terrible for that. <laughs> Took us, took us a long time to get started, I guess, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully you're reaping the rewards of that at live shows and people are buying your merch and album and all that stuff, so... Yeah, it seems to be really good. Even with all this um, going on, we've had crazy online sales. Yeah. Which has been amazing for us. We're going to be able to afford a lot, lot more um, stuff now. <laughs> usually we have no money yeah. <laughs> so that's helped us out a ton yeah um, since all our shows got canceled then then our cd release and everything and we weren't able to um sell the merch that we had bought out people have been buying it online which is awesome that they're supporting us like that yeah, yeah definitely and i see you guys are using um Bandcamp for that right yep yeah is that uh does that work out pretty well i mean you guys get a pretty good cut of your pro profits i'm not asking for numbers but i just is it is it does it work out good for the bands using them yeah it's really good for independent bands to use Bandcamp. it's really easy to use and yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah we they had... don't take a big cut out of it so that's uh, that's what matters right right yeah we've had no issues with it and that's cool um <laughs> nice to like personalize everything because obviously we do it all over all ourselves too right so um, yeah, I think it's fun anyways. <laughs> Victor's just like, uh, <laughs> after a while we have so many and he's writing out every single one on every the package. Every address and everything. <laughs> after a while he's like, oh my God, but it's all, it's all good. <laughs> cool. 
Cool. Yeah, I was actually I was I was on there checking it out. I'm actually uh you'll see an order come through from me actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna order the C D and I'm gonna order the patch. I, I as soon as I saw you had patches, I'm like, okay, I have to place an order. Yeah, we have three different kinds actually, so Yeah, I saw that. Those are in high yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like the band logo one. That's probably the one I'm gonna go with, I think. That's the one that um sells the most actually. So yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> super cool so so back when you guys did start the band uh, what what brought you guys together to actually get this band going i guess kind of what was the inspiration to make this happen for you guys um wow <laughs> honestly we just like cut back to high school yeah <laughs> we were just in high school and we just wanted to play music and just kind of see what happens. We didn't really have anything big in mind at that time. We just wanted to play music and eventually play some live shows. And then over time it happened, which was yeah. awesome. When we first started out, it was all kind of just fun and chaos. games. And chaos, yes. And a lot of partying and um, ideas and stuff. But then it all came together. It, it felt like overnight it all came together. Yeah. But there was so much chaos for so long. And we've had a, a few member changes, too, at the beginning. Yes. So... Before we even got started. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it all started back in high school, school pretty yeah. much. Wow. <laughs> and pretty much the more the changes we had, the more serious we got. Right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <Like>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you just probably get, get a good... Uh, good tight fit going and then boom you got somebody leaves and then you got to start that over again i can't even imagine exactly you build chemistry with someone and all of a sudden they leave or um whatever happens and then you're like well what the heck do we do now <laughs> you know you kind of lost and then you got to regain chemistry with someone else and teach them everything it's very time consuming and sometimes even when you teach them it doesn't work out and yeah, it's, there's so many factors that, yeah. <laughs> okay. So how, so has this lineup that you guys, your current lineup, does is this um, current lineup go back to like the release of the first Unle of Unleash the Beast? Uh, when we released Unleash the Beast, uh, Chris, our bass player, he, I think he only joined like a month prior to that. So he actually didn't record the bass on the album. So what happened is the drummer that recorded Unleash the Beast left. Only uh, in for a little, didn't really want to be a full time member. He was helping us out. Gotcha. So then our bass player, who also played drums, he um, he stepped and started playing drums for us. So then we got a new bass player. <laughs> so then, and then we got we like switched through like five drummers in 2019 and finally found Duval and it's it's all good now yeah awesome. knock on wood yeah well i wish but, you guys um, the best of luck there hopefully hopefully the super confusing lineup <laughs> we have zero luck when it comes to drummers so yeah. <laughs> we'll see so tell me how did you guys come up with the name of the band what 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 where does that come from what's it mean what's the deal with the with the name um it is it's actually an elvish word for it means um the enchanter okay we came up with it because like we love lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we were like oh it'd be cool to have like an elvish word and then um yeah yeah back then when we put the name we were writing a lot of fantasy kind of stuff too um so it kind of fit really well there i still think it fits 
Yeah. Like, an awesome name. But um, it made a hell of a lot more sense before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Lord of the Rings, that's pretty much what brought it on. That's cool. It's very <laughs> And it's very metal sounding, so, I mean, it works, right? Thank you. Yeah. And I'm looking at the album cover of Wings of Agony right now. Who did the artwork for you guys? Because that's, that's badass, too. Um, the guy who did the artwork, his name is uh, Costin Chiorano. He's a Romanian artist. He actually does art for all kinds of different bands, like like big bands like Arch Enemy and Ghost. He, at the gates, he even does artwork for Vacano and other like, major festivals like that. So since I'm Romanian, I decided to just message him and see what happens. Especially because I message him in Romanian, so I'm like, ah, he might actually answer me because, you know, I'm I'm messaging him in Romanian. Yeah, and a little more cred there. Maybe that's why we had a better chance. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because he does a lot of high-end stuff. Yeah, exactly. He actually did our uh, Unleash the Beast artwork as well. Oh, cool, cool. And then, yeah. as far as recording studio and mastering and stuff, where where did you guys do all that at? So um, we recorded drums at Monolithic Productions in Oshawa. It's near Toronto. Yep. And um, then we did the guitars, the bass, and the vocals are at our guitar player's house, who has a studio. And then it went back to Monolithic Productions to get mixed. And then we sent we sent it off to Germany to LSD Studios. And over there, last say Le Maire, um mastered it. He did a fantastic job. Yeah, definitely worth it. We were a little, um, we were kind of wondering because, like, obviously, we're sending our music over to Germany. It's not something or somewhere that's close yeah. <laughs> that we can kind of um, like step in in a studio session and check it out. So <laughs> right. We're kinda, like for the best. We, we didn't know what to expect, but he he does bigger bands. He like last say works with Ailstorm and Glory Hammer and stuff. So. I think you're in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Love Storm, by the way. Side note. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys, um, I'm curious, uh, again, it, you'll notice my, my interviews just go sideways a lot. Um, are you guys friends with, or do you know Unleashed Archers from up there in Canada? Um, we've played with them. Oh, uh, cool. We opened for them, what was it, a year ago or two years ago? Two years ago, 2018. Wait, yeah, right before we release unleash the beast yeah um and i can't say like we're close friends with them or anything but um they're definitely nice people and i know like our old drummer Corey is friends with them he actually toured with them oh cool and oh, cool. Um, yeah what from what we've seen they're super down to earth and awesome people so too bad they're on the other side of uh, the country i know <laughs> yeah. otherwise you probably have a better shot at being friends with them <laughs> yeah they um they were like one of the first interviews i ever did uh, and uh, they were they were outside standing outside of a liquor store. It was kind of fun. <laughs> awesome. So okay, shameless plug time. Where can people go to find out more about the band? What social networking do you use? Website stuff like that. Where can people should people go? Um. Okay. Well, we have our own website. Lutharo.com. Um. Obviously, you can look us up on Facebook, Instagram. We don't use Twitter that much, so I wouldn't bother with Twitter. Um, 
what else is there? On Bandcamp, you can see yeah, a lot of things about Bandcamp. us. You can actually find, uh, for those people who are interested, you can find our lyrics to our songs on Bandcamp. Yes, that's another thing. I get asked all the time for the lyrics. And I, like, until, um, or not until a few months ago, we put them up there. And, yeah, now I have somewhere to send people. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, the lyrics are up on the Bandcamp. Um, other than that, Spotify. We have Spotify. Um and yeah our youtube channel yes youtube I, like pretty much any social media platform you can find us on except for twitter right. we don't we don't that <laughs> we have twitter we just don't use that yeah <laughs> okay and, and like we were talking earlier Bandcamp is the best place to buy buy the music buy your merch as well correct that's correct yeah yes uh, trying to help you make money here so <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, you. <laughs> but it, being a dj is kind of like being in a band you you, you end up spending a lot more of your money than you think you should or would have to and don't make well we don't make i don't make any zero money so so i totally get it um yeah <laughs> okay so let me ask you both just kind of a question for each of you so kind of growing up you know what kind of musical influences did you have that that got you into metal and kind of helped you know lead you to this path um so my parents they listened to a lot of classic rock blues so then in the house there was always classic rock playing led zeppelin and lots of clapton and you know like bb king and stuff and i just i guess when i was little i didn't really like it that much but it was helpful because now i love it and that's <laughs> pretty much what got me to listening to what I listen to now and playing guitar and everything, those influences that I had when I was a kid. Yeah, pretty much same with me. My, like, my parents listened to, yeah, a lot of classic rock, um, blues, same kind of music as uh, his parents. Um, my dad is huge into music, loves it. Um, his favorite thing is to go to concerts. Me and him have gone to so many. I remember when I was little, he used to play this game in the car with me where um, like Led Zeppelin or something would come on the radio and he would turn it down and be like, quick, who's this band playing? And he would like quiz me every single time on the band. So that's how I got to <laughs> know a lot of good bands at a young age. But um, yeah, I like as far as metal goes, it just kind of like grew from like softer stuff to heavier and heavier and heavier until now, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And what what great memories with your dad, you know? Jeez. Oh, yeah, that's so, sure. That's so cool. So, okay, now back to my question that I want to ask about your vocals. You know, obviously, <laughs> obviously there's some, I'm guessing there's some work involved with, with getting your voice to make for that sound. So do you have to, I mean, do you have to like prep your throat? Do you have to practice it? Or does it just like come natural and it just works for you? Um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I'll tell you. I figured so. Um, yeah, I haven't had, um, besides Melissa Cross lessons this year, I haven't had any training. It's all been kind of like trial and error for me. But um, I do breathing exercises every day. And we practice quite often um, because, like, the style of screaming I do, basically, it, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. More than I should because I do, like, a false chord screaming. So it's 
a lot of air <laughs> coming in and out. And if it's not performed properly, you'll either ruin your voice or pass out pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's not but, a good um, thing. Yeah. No, like it's a uh, constant practice. I warm up for probably about 20 minutes before practice or before a set. And um, yeah, lots and lots of breathing exercises. Okay. I, I, I had to ask, you know, I've, I've interviewed a lot of uh, bands with female lead vocals that do a similar sound and I've never thought to ask that question. So I'm like, I'm asking it tonight. <laughs> well, there's your answer yeah. for me, at least there's so many people who don't need to do anything. They don't need to warm up. They drink, they smoke and they don't care for me. Not the case. <laughs> well, maybe it's the drinking and smoking. It gives them the sound. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. It definitely could be. <laughs> so before before, you know, COVID-19 happened and everything and the world shut down, did you guys have shows already lined up um for like right now that you would be playing had it not this happened? Yeah, we had so many. <laughs> We had like a list at our jam space and we've just been crossing them off, unfortunately, as we've been going. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many to actually say our, the biggest one would be our CD release. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a <laughs> bummer. Um, the beginning of this month or March? The beginning of this month, yes. Yeah. And then we actually were supposed to play a show on last Friday. In London, Ontario. Mm -hmm, which would have been a big one, too. Yeah. And then, just like, we had a lot of shows in the summer that got canceled. We had, we were playing this uh, festival in Quebec. And it was going to be our first outdoor show ever. And we were super excited for it. But that got canceled. Ah, oh, those punks. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we do have a show in November. Who We're not sure if it's going to get canceled yet or not. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen. Yeah, and like we've got everything booked up until then. So we're just kind of hoping for the best and hoping not to cross any more off the list. Right, <laughs> yeah. Much. But if that happens, then it's, it's okay because we can go and record the new album by then, hopefully. Yeah, and, and... like we're not even going to play shows with this album. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to already have a new one out. Like, it's crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> like I said earlier, making good use of your downtime. So that's not a bad thing. For sure. Well, I mean, you could always record it and you could always hold off on it before you released it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. We're also going to film a new music video, which that got postponed as well. Yeah, that was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago and we were super pumped for that. We had the space booked and everything and yep, then they put the um, no more than five people in a room. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> but hopefully sometime in the summer we'll be able to film it. Yes. So let's go back to, I guess, let's talk about, you know, the current album, Wings of Agony. What kind of, what was the writing process for you guys with that album? I mean, how long did it take? Uh, you know, who all was involved? Kind of that whole thing. Um, um, that one took forever. <laughs> Not because we were like lacking in ideas. It was just um, member changes at the time and it just got postponed and postponed we had shows we had so many things vacation times vacation times yeah like everything just got in the way of the recording and everything and um yeah we actually got our friend kale 
to play the drums on that album because we didn't have a drummer at the time and he stepped up to the plate basically yeah he did an awesome job yeah he absolutely killed it i couldn't have asked for better honestly i believe we sent him the tracks and then we only practiced for like i don't know maybe like eight nine times yeah in total and he just absolutely killed it and then we recorded the drums he he did all five songs in about six hours wow which was just pretty crazy he was he was exhausted by the end of it but yeah and then it it, it was quite a few months in between the drums and the guitars until we started recording it because mm-hmm. all like a lot of things in the, that were like coming up in the way and everything and then the guitars to the vocals the vocals like took forever to get yeah. done just the, because... the vocals were recorded in december yeah like i it took me a span of i think two weeks to record them but before that there was such a huge break because we had shows i was sick so many times and had like so many nasal issues and then um finally when i was having like a good um a good go basically <laughs> a good go with your health yeah, right yeah, I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm in good shape, guys. Let's do it. And sure enough, done. In and then you got sick. Weeks. And then I got sick right after. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, um, it's a lot of, a lot of um, unfortunate events. At least John didn't have bats in his house this time. Yeah. <laughs> when we record Unleash the Beast, um, our uh, our guitar player John, he woke up one night with bats flying in his room. So that was pretty traumatizing for him for him for a while. <laughs> and that's why Unleash the Beast took so long to get recorded too, because we had a bat issue. Yeah, <laughs> he kept having bats flying to his house somewhere and oh, then he had to like he couldn't sleep at night, he was all paranoid that the bats were in his house. <laughs> I, I tell you, though, <laughs> how, how much more fitting can you get for the album title Unleash the Beast? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, really. I mean, it turns into a good story when you're talking about that album. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, hopefully, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully you guys will be able to get, get back to the live shows and, uh, you know, all this crap will be behind us and uh, everybody can move forward. And... Okay, so let's talk about the new album you're writing then. So uh, I, I guess what I'm curious to know is who writes the music, who who does the lyrics, you know, what's your process for that? Um, so the music, we kind of do it like someone will come up with an idea and then we'll just kind of bring it to the jam space and develop on it. Everyone will put in their input and then it's then it just becomes Lutharo. Yeah, because we all have different influences and we listen to different styles of metal, I guess, and just styles of music in general. And then because we all have so such different influences, we can make the songs different. Yeah, it's really like it's just a mixing pot. Like someone will come up with a riff and then it'll go 50,000 different ways until it's finalized. And then whatever I, um, basically uh feel with the song then i'll write lyrics to it it's very rare that i'll write lyrics before um a song is actually written i just need to get like a vision in my head or like a story in my head but um yeah basically all that's done at the jam space oh nice so it sounds pretty collaborative that's cool yes 100 percent. and then we just kind of do demos and 
and then listen to it and then we decide if we hate it or not or if yeah. we hate it we'll change it a thousand times more and then yeah like yeah. for example the ending of wings i think we did like 10 different demos mm-hmm. and we changed it we just kept changing it because we didn't like how it end how it ended and then eventually we came up with the way it is now that song we held on to for so long like we only had the beginning of it for so long like the first ah um basically and we kind of put it on the back burner and started writing i think we had baron done before that we definitely had diamondback done before that um and i was just insisting that we go back to that song over and over again until finally we brought it up <laughs> i believe blood lightning we wrote it about f- four years ago kind mm-hmm. of an idea of it and we completely forgot about it and then we were like trying to find one more song for the album and then john's like hey do you remember that song that we used to do back in the day it was called blood lightning and then he had an old demo of it, of it and then we ended up changing it changing completely. it and then yeah it yeah. became what it is yeah no that's super cool and it's it's I, I, i'm not a musician so i'm very it's very interesting to me when i talk to bands like you guys to hear how you know one song took us 20 minutes to write and the next song took us two years to write you know just the the process there i think it's pretty cool yeah like down and back took us literally like two practices and we mm-hmm. wrote the full song yeah diamondback just like spewed out i don't know like <laughs> we were ripe with hate i guess i don't know with that song but um yeah that one was quick <laughs> so w- with with the with the current album Wing- wings of agony is there any uh, where'd you guys pull the, the title for the album from was was there like any thing going on in in life that kind of brought that out um I'm trying to remember like the exact moment. I can't remember where I came up with it, but it was kind of just a mix of um, feelings I had going into the album. Like the actual song Wings of Agony is is about um, pursuing your passion and kind of going through the ups and downs of like the journey to the end, basically. And um, you have moments that are agonizing and you never feel like you're going to get anywhere. And then you have moments where you feel like you're on cloud nine and you're like, you can't be taken down with anything basically. And then that's where the wings of agony comes in, where obviously the agony <laughs> symbolizing the agony or like the, the stress and right. awfulness goes into pursuing something. But then the wings are the part where you feel amazing and you're like soaring. And it's everything's effortless and just, um, yeah, it's good. Cool. Thank <laughs> you for explaining that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. So I'm also, when I talk to band members, I'm always curious to know, and you mentioned, you know, and we'll, I'll just ask a question for the two of you, uh, but you mentioned earlier that, you know, everybody kind of has different tastes in metal and stuff like that. So this question's for each of you separately. You know, if I was to look at the playlist you're listening to right now, what are like the top three bands I would find you listening to? And I have to throw this in there beside yourself. Um, my top three, I know my top two for sure are Ginger. I absolutely love Ginger. They're on every single day when I'm working out. Um, I would say this band from Germany called Parasite Inc. Um, and maybe 
White Snake or Unleash the Archers are probably my next go-to, I would say. Maybe Steel Panther sometimes. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Steel Panther. Yes. <laughs> I would say for me, it's uh, number one at the moment is Tear. I've been listening to Tear nonstop. For Love like that band. Six months. Yes. And um, it'll be Unleash the Archers for sure. And then, I don't know, it could be some, maybe Arch Enemy, maybe Judas Priest, maybe Glory Hammer would be next. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All over the place, I guess. Mm -hmm. I like Many it. Or Steel Panther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go through phases. And, um, like, we go through phases as a band, too, where, like, um, like, I don't know how many months we listened to Steel Panther, like, while driving to every show, and then... Yeah. It was um, Kings, Kings of Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. Yes. Kings of Asgard. I love Kings of Asgard. But that was like every time we played a show in Toronto, we would blast them on the way. Every time we answered Toronto, we would. Yeah. At the same time, every time. And it would just get us pumped for the show. Um, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you find something that works, obviously. I mean, uh, I, I totally get that. I don't know if I've ever listened to King of Asgard. I'm going to have to check those guys out. You should definitely check them out. If you like, I would say, like, Amon Amarth and, like, Arch Enemy and stuff like that, you'd probably like King of Asgard. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I love Amon Amarth. And that, the, um, uh, uh, I think it's awesome you mentioned Tear because I'm, I real, I like, like, all the Viking style metal is, mm -hmm. is, like, my thing. And, um, I actually got to interview them a few years like, back. So that was super cool, too. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah you'll definitely like kings of asgard if you like like the viking kind of style yep i even have the viking haircut going so i'm all i'm all in i like to think that i do mine like if i shaved it a little bit more i think it'd be more viking-esque but um i wasn't brave enough to do that i only shaved a bit but i like to think it's viking-ish <laughs> Yeah, mine's all long on top, sides completely shaved right down to the skin, except for right now because I can't go to the barber. But <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm yeah, not brave enough to do that on my own. Yeah, and I um, crap my pants every time I have to do it on my own, basically. <laughs> but this lockdown goes much longer. I might have to break down and give it a whirl because I don't know how long I can yeah. can take it. Um so, so what do you guys do to, what do you guys do to relax when you're not playing music? I mean, do you guys have any like cool or weird hobbies that you're into that you like to kind of just use to kind of unwind and chill? Drinking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Get out the whiskey. Um, definitely working out, working out, going to shows. Um, yeah, working out is basically my other hobby, I guess playing guitar <laughs> yeah literally i i'm working out and singing at the same time that's what i do for most of my day if i have a day off i kind of um expand my workout for a few hours because i just stop and sing or i'll stop and play with my dog or something but that's pretty much all i do <laughs> especially now because we can't go anywhere yeah even yeah. more so now Before. my routine is wake up work out play guitar yep pretty much pretty much Hey, uh, you know what? I would have expected nothing, n nothing less from answers from 
from <laughs> from band members. It's, it seems to be the thing. And if you noticed when I asked a question about music, I said, you know, bands except for yourself, because I found that every single time I asked that question, the first thing that uh, they the bands say is their own music. And I'm like, okay, got to get rid of that. Got to fix that. <laughs> I don't think I listen to our music that often. No, well, like, um... We play them all the time. I'm kind of... I don't want to listen to it at home, too. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I listened to it a ton in in the um, stage where we were mixing it and kind of bouncing mixes oh, yeah. back and forth. Right. And then after that, after that, it was like, I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> but, and enough when we filmed the Wings of Agony um, music video. Yeah. Just over, over it. I can't imagine, <laughs> like, John... Like guitar player, how many times he had to listen to all those songs when he recorded them or like mix them or everything? Yeah, he hates Unleash the Beast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who um who recorded the video for you guys? Um the the Wings of Agony video. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh Joe Lyko. Yes. From, from Dark Moon Productions. Yes. In Ottawa, he does an amazing job, and we were supposed to do our next video with him. And it was exciting because he got a brand new camera, so he was going to shoot in 4K and everything. Yeah, he was all pumped. We were, like, going back and forth with ideas with him and everything. That's the thing. Like, he is super personable. And out of, like, any person I've worked with, he, like, has helped us out so much because, like, we don't really, like, we're not actors. We don't really know what we're doing. (laughs) We can rock out and stuff, but, like, he's helped. He helps us, like, stand this way, this way, try this. Like, let's do this shot like this like he has so many ideas he's super super creative he's not just like no oh, okay well do what you want and i'll film you like he, it's cool because he moves with us when we're headbanging as yeah well. like he added so much to it and gave us so many cool ideas and um yeah like he was amazing to work with and i look forward to doing that again <laughs> uh, yeah that's awesome i i like i mentioned i watched the video be, right before uh we hopped on for the interview and it is really good. And I just, I, I can't, uh, I, I can't tell you enough about how much I like your guys' music. So, well, um, yeah. so keep making that kind of great music, which I'm sure you will. <laughs> we'll try anyways. <laughs> so what's, um, what's, what's your favorite live show you guys have played? Do you have like, can you, can you pick like one out that was like one of your favorites, I guess I would say. I would say when we opened up for Ailstorm at the Opera House in Toronto was amazing. It was the Opera House is an amazing venue that we've seen all like our favorite bands at, and it's big and there was and there was a lot of people there and mm-hmm. it, it was just amazing. Yeah, that one and Unleash the Archers. Unleash the Archers was packed. I'm pretty sure it was a sold out show, um, and because our music is kind of similar to them that we had like an even bigger fan base there so people were just going crazy in the crowd and just like right into it and we got like um a bunch of new fans too because once again it's kind of a similar genre ish i guess and that's actually where our new bass player chris saw us yes because we played the uh nishi archer show and he's like he got there in time for time for us and he loved us and then the next day we posted that we're looking for a new bass player and he like messaged us right away because uh, yeah. he was interested in joining the band is meant to be yeah yeah that that's super cool that was like he, he he was able to test you guys out without you guys even knowing <laughs> exactly yes. 
<laughs> okay. Is there anything else? Is there anything we haven't covered about the band, about the the you know the album uh, Wings of Agony that's out right now? Anything we haven't talked about? You want to make sure uh, the listeners of this need to hear. Um, <laughs> I think we pretty much covered it. I'm sure, like later on, I'll be laying in bed thinking, like, ah, oh, I should have said this, but <laughs> but on the spot, I can't think of anything. <laughs> No, can't think of anything either. Okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll take that as a compliment that I did my job. <laughs> yeah, you covered everything. <laughs> right on, right on. Okay, last question of the interview, and this is the most important of the entire interview, and I say that with a lot of sarcasm. Um, okay. <laughs> who in the band spends the most time in front of a mirror before you guys go live on stage? Um... Uh, the obvious answer is me, probably because I, I have to do my makeup. But um, probably John. I was about to say John because he's been his beard. <laughs> he sits there and puts coconut oil in his beard, yeah. and then he <laughs> blow dries it and like um, brushes it so it's nice and straight. So I'm gonna say John. <laughs> yeah, like and John enjoys the process of that too. Yeah. Like me, I absolutely hate doing my makeup. Anyone who walks in on me doing my makeup, I am furious the entire time <laughs> i just don't want to be doing it obviously it looks good when it's done but i just hate doing makeup yeah he he just brings his uh blow dry everywhere yeah and then just sits there and, and coconut oil we shouldn't be giving away his secrets <laughs> i'm sorry john but um that's yeah. awesome excellent excellent okay well thank you guys so much for taking time to talk to me uh much appreciated uh, i will continue to play your music uh, on my live show on my um i also do a separate podcast called the metal moose um and i'll make sure to get you guys in an edition of that i will also make sure i also uh, i run the the 24 7 stream i manage it for the station so i'm going to make sure to get some some tracks on there for you guys as well so just thank you so much for taking the time appreciate it yeah, thank, thank you for so having much. us. Okay, well, take care. Stay safe. And uh, as soon as this is all uh, put together and up on the podcast channel, I'll send you a link. Awesome. Thank all you right. very much. Thank okay. you. Yep. Have a great night. Tell the whole band I said hello and thank them for helping you all make great music. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Thanks.